Welcome to Conversations with Healers, a podcast and video interview series that features intimate, soulful, and cozy conversations with self-healers and healers. Healer to healer, we dive into all aspects of self-healing and healing and being and becoming a healer. I am Damla Aktekin. I am a healer and the host of this podcast, and I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation. If you are new to this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe so that you can be aware of new episodes. I also invite you to visit adropofom.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com, where I share a lot of free resources for self-healing and healing, and you can take a free quiz to find out what your energetic wounds are and how they may show up in your life. Discovering what your wounds are is the first step in healing them. I hope you enjoy this episode. There is one more thing I would like to share with you before you listen to this episode. I created a wonderful container to help you process the collective trauma of the pandemic and begin to heal your energetic wounds. It is an energy healing membership called Chakra Bliss Vault. Every month you will receive three new crystal healing sessions Plus, you'll immediately have access to my entire energy healing recording library when you sign up. The membership is really affordable and will continue to be so. You can find out more about it at adropofom.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com. I invite you to make your healing a priority and invest in your well-being by becoming a Chakra Bliss Vault member. Hello everyone, this is Damla with A Drop of Om, and I have today with me Haley Lask. Hi Haley. Hi, so good to be here. Yes, so Haley is a vitalist clinical herbalist, fertility awareness educator, and the founder of the Becoming Sovereign Herbal Apothecary, and I want to say you're a healer. Does that sort of sum up and I love the description that you sent me so I want to read that Um, you wrote that you work with the magic of the plants and cosmos through herbal alchemy to help people create the life and health they deserve unapologetically so (laughs) welcome again and great to have you here yes I'm so thrilled to be here I mean I think the biggest thing is like we deserve to be well, you know? And I think as we're like kind of coming out of COVID or the pandemic, like so many of us are just feeling like, okay, what now? And so I think that there's a lot of healing that we can do like individually and as a collective moving forward for sure. Yes. And I want to dive into that. And I want to dive into this, um, the magic of the plants and cosmos that you're talking about, but give us a a little um, background of, like in big brush strokes, what led you to what you're doing right now? Like what's your your story? Yeah, so for me, I have been working at healing myself for many years. 
originally what happened is I was really struggling with like my fertility. I was on birth control. I wasn't doing well. I was having like chronic pain and migraines and migraines, as you might know, are really debilitating. And so it just felt like, you know, I couldn't go do the things I enjoyed. And then there was a particular time that I like could couldn't walk like I was just stuck in bed for days and I didn't have the energy to do anything and so I think through that experience you know I really had to like look at my life and really make the changes that I needed to make for my health and my well-being and I mean long story short I think the biggest piece is like boundaries in your life especially if you're a highly sensitive person like I think for me that just manifested in a lot of pain and a lot of health issues and really going at my own pace and going with my own energy has really totally transformed my life. So that's definitely my story. And, and I think that a big part of why I struggled so much with chronic pain was just like the trauma that my family went through my own trauma. And I think that so much of that is so personal, but it's also like something that we are collectively trying to heal right now. And I think that really my story is more of like hey we can heal like you can heal yourself like you can have more vitality and feel better and I mean I'm still on this journey I'm not like 100% healed or whatever but I think that we can um, feel better you know yeah as you're talking um you mentioned being in bed and staying in bed for a while and what came to my mind is almost like um you being planted there to have these growing pains to to transform into something else but being planted like not moving so that you can um, you can move something something like that uh which brings me to how did you end up uh diving into plant healing and um plant um herbal alchemy yeah so for me I really didn't like what I was getting with western medicine I live in the so-called U.S. and so like when you go to the doctor's office like we don't have like a healthcare system here like it's it's not exactly something that people believe you you know when you're like oh this is the chronic pain I'm having I wasn't really like believed about it And I was just kind of brushed aside and told like, oh, just get on birth control, which of course like did nothing and didn't help me. And I know so many people where that same thing has happened. And so for me, it was really about looking at my life, looking at the health of the people that I was surrounded in my life, realizing that my family also has like chronic health issues and really looking at like, okay, well, how can I find more natural remedies where where can I look for that and also looking into like my own lineage and my own ancestors for information about that and one thing led to another and I just really ended up being like okay I'm going to heal myself I'm going to keep my community well I'm going to help other people keep them well and I think I'm just really passionate about connecting people back to the earth and really having the reverence and humility that is required to really you know go foraging and really um, believing that you're worthy of it you know I think we're all worthy of a connection whether you're indigenous or not I think we all need to connect back to the land and and really honor what we have left. 
So what is herbal alchemy then? How does it tie into all of this? Yeah, so herbal alchemy, I think is really, it's just, I think the process of like, we're always, you know, dying and transforming energy and, and doing these things, whether or not like you are listening to this podcast and you're like, I've never met a healer. I've never even like gotten a massage or I've never gotten an energy healing session. I've never done that. Like what the heck is energy healing? You know, and I think that it's like, everything's made of energy. The plants are made of energy. The rocks are made of energy. The stars are made of energy. Like we're all energy. And so when you are an energy healer, like you know that and you incorporate that into every aspect of your life. Um, and I think that just in general, connecting to the earth reminds us that we are energy. And I think it's just through like a natural process and that by connecting, we can create this like transformation through herbs and through plants, just like our relationship and our connection to it. Cause I think that when we do connect, we really connect with like our true selves and our true energy and our higher energy that is really wanting to come forward. Um, what you're saying resonates with me on a couple different layers because I work with crystals. And one of the things I tell people is we, we don't use them similar to, we don't use plants, but we, we co-create with them, with crystals, we partner with them. And in the same sense that they're energetic structures and we are energetic structures, there is a conversation to be had there. And not only that, um, we're talking about plants, we're talking about minerals, and there's a sort of a kinship, a relationship there. Like we are made up of, of them, of crystals and minerals and all the herbs and plants and animals we have consumed. So there is definitely, like you mentioned, that that and life cycle, as well as a reciprocal energetic cycle going on that is um, fascinating. Which brings me to... Um, when I, when I talk about crystals, um, when I teach about crystals, I also talk about like, what are they here to teach us? And I know this can differ um, perhaps plant to plant in, in that plant kingdom, but what, what do you feel is the main message, the main sort of um, uh, energy medicine that the plants are here to give us or to show us? Yeah, I mean, I think for me and my own experience, especially is like, what does it mean to like walk in harmony and, and with consciousness and mindfulness in the world and really incorporating, like you're saying, that mindset of like, we are in relationship. Like when you meet new people, their beliefs and their thoughts and their energy we have no choice especially in intimate relationships but to accept their influence you know and I think that that's kind of the same thing with plants and minerals and things like that we start to really change the way that we connect to ourselves and by doing that we really change the way that we connect to others and to the planet and so I think that's really important you know I think especially with crystals too like they elevate your consciousness and um, we can find, we can kind of try on like these different meanings, like amethyst has different properties and so does like yarrow, you know? And, and so like really kind of connecting with 
the underlying imbalance, especially, you know, like I wear a lot of amethyst, I wear a lot of turquoise. And I think that with crystals, it's like, okay, you think of amethyst, people think like negative energy, like, oh, I got to get rid of this like negative energy. It's like a higher realm spiritual energy. So I think it's kind of the same with plants. You start to really learn like, okay, what, what is the properties of this plant? What planets rule this plant? Um, what, how can they bring like the energetic system back into balance? And, and by doing that, you can kind of find out like, what is the lesson there for you? And there's so many ways to connect to plants. You know, you can like meditate with them. You can sit with them heart to heart. You can work with them in ceremony or in your practice. You can just drink teas and make it like a sacred thing. Um, or you can work with them like on a deeper level where you're like making tinctures and things like that. And I think we're all smart enough to do that. I think it's, it's just something that we're, it's our birthright to connect to and to really start to integrate uh, what we're learning into our life. What was like a most recent message or, or connection from plants that sort of stayed with you? Oh, that is such a hard latest and greatest. <laughs> so the main way that I actually tend to work with them is they come to me in my dreams. So I end up having dreams for myself or messages for myself or for other people. And often like even just talking with you, I have like plants being like, oh, mention me. Oh, mention me. And it's like, okay, who is it for though? You know, so like the intention has to be there. Um but or if I'm like medicine making too, like that happens where it's like, oh, give this medicine to like so and so like this is for them. And I'm like, OK, you know, so that's kind of what I end up doing. But the dream work that I end up having, the most recent dream that I had was I had a dream with chamomile and it was just like sifting through this forest and this big patch of chamomile and like picking all the flowers and looking at nature. And I ended up having this really beautiful, sweet kind of message of like, this is what it would feel like to mother yourself. This is what it would feel like to feel more connected to that part of you. This is how your life would look if you embodied this energy more. Um, and I think that each plant kind of has their own like resonance, just like crystals do, you know, it's, it's not always like so straightforward. There's so many different ways to connect with them. Um, I think chamomile does bring that like sweetness back to your life though, for sure. I really love that. I like that. I like sweet, nourishing, supporting. Like yeah, like energy. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Which brings me to, um, I love the language in your and your website because it's very very um it's very open to to connecting with the plant realm in a way and you talk about these um herbal allies which i feel like the chamomile example is is one of them how do we become allies with herbs and the and the plant plants <laughs> Yeah, the plant kingdom. I love how you put that too. That's so, so great. Um, for me, I mean, I grew up in the Rocky Mountains and I'm from uh, Okmulgee, Oklahoma. And that's really where a lot of my ancestors grew up. I have family that still lives there. Um, but when I lived in Colorado, I just felt so drawn to creeks and to the water. 
And I remember like when I was a kid, you know, you're just going nature and you're like, have a big imagination and you're just playing and climbing all over everything and building little things. And I think I, what I did, I was, I would just like build fairy houses and connect with plants. And, and I think that it's just, at the end of the day, like anybody can do it. You know, it's like at the end of the day, like we all can connect to that part of us that is spiritual and rooted. And I think um, really connecting to that inner child is a huge piece of it too. You know, I think kind of looking at like, okay, like how do I kind of play with this? How do I connect on a less serious note to this thing, you know, cause crystals too are so fun and plants are really fun and, you know, making a tea with them and just seeing how you feel after. I think it's so much more simpler than like, okay, I have to go dream with them and waiting like days and days and days to see if you ever have a dream. You know, I think it's just something that we can incorporate on like the most basic, simple level and start to really see like how, how our energy is shifting and how we're feeling and how uh, that connection is bringing more vitality to our life. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's also, you're highlighting something which is like our, like my connection doesn't have to look like yours and anybody else's. We can um, try a few things like the dream connection or you can do the tea or you can do a tincture and then see which one speaks to you most and similar with crystals there are a million and one (laughs) and then some ways to connect with them so finding your own way of um, literally creating a conversation where where you're in my experience so with crystals um, as well as with anything else which I'm learning with you too is um when you're entering into that conversation though, being open to the answers coming, not just through word, words, but through maybe through your sight, maybe you begin to just see things more beautifully, maybe through your sensations, maybe through your smell. So opening up your perception a little bit. So you're ready to receive the things that are coming because that's the other thing with the crystals. Um, and the plants that they have in common is um, there's a subtlety to their communication, which you need to be still enough to to tune in and listen. Oh, completely. Yeah, it's like when we're in that theta state, I think it's like when you're dreaming, like that state that your brain is in, that's really the connection in which you know, we're really connecting from our heart, you know, we're connecting from a place where there is no ego, we're open to what might be there. And I think also really connecting to like your own internal values with intention, you know, I think that's a huge one, especially like if you're like, oh, you know what, I'm going to go wild forage this summer, and I'm going to go see what's out there. I think it's really important when you're approaching a situation like that to really connect to your values of like, you know, really common ones are like respect and honesty and humility and reverence. You know, I think those are really important, really connecting to your highest and best self, you know, knowing that through the interaction, the highest good will come of it. I mean, I think that that's so powerful because then you're not really inserting yourself into the situation. Um, because that's when things get really convoluted and, and more about you 
when, when it's not just about us, you know, it's also about these plant beings. And if you are taking too much, you know, if, if you have a feeling like, oh, stop foraging, then stop. Or I have a feeling that, you know, this log fell over in the woods and I, I get a strong no, like I'm not going to go in that direction. You know, I think that you can build that relationship over time, just like anything at first, it's going to be a little awkward and a little silly, um, which is okay. Like that's a good thing. And then you can start to really build a strong relationship with them. But for me as an herbalist, I really try to work with plants that I work with all the time. So I've spent a period of time building like a deeper relationship with them that that then I can say, oh, I've experienced this plant on a deep level. I've worked with them on a deep level. I have a strong connection to them. And so therefore they will also be assisting me in your facilitation of your own healing. And I think that's probably the biggest thing. I love that because that's exactly what I teach in my crystal healing courses and <laughs> conversations is you don't need like a million and one crystals just pick one or two and then develop a connection with them and then see where that takes you, which then comes back to whether you get the crystals or the plants from a store too, you can still, um, like when you're on out on nature, when you're in a store too, you can ask for permission. You can also look for that connection that we're talking about if it feels right versus there's something there that is, um, that feels resistant to you or not right to you or for you at that moment, listening to those. Um, and, and if it feels like it's too much, there are lots of tools to connect you to your intuition. There's muscle testing, there's um, pendulums, and there are other things you can use. But I want to um, ask you, let's say there's a, a complete beginner here listening. What herbs would you recommend people to start with? And are there any things other than that, that um, respect and reverence and finding that connection, are there any things you recommend for people to do as a beginner and not to do? Yeah, so I think that um, the safest herbs are nutritive herbs. Like those are universally, you can take however much of them, like there's no like this is gonna harm you or cause you to have um, like side effects because even herbs do have side effects. Like if you use them improperly, then they are gonna send you out of balance. So that's why like, it's really important to work with somebody who's been working with plants for a while or has that experience. Um, but if you're just starting out, like you can try nettle, you can try red raspberry leaf, alfalfa, dandelion root, like all those things, bitter nutritive herbs, those are really good for you. They're good for your liver. You can incorporate them into like your cooking. Um, you can incorporate them into, especially if you menstruate every month, like you need to build your blood, you need to build your nutrition. So you can use them on a daily basis and really increase your vitality. Um, nettle is also a really good one to start out with, oat straw those kinds of herbs. But then you can also work with more gentle herbs like chamomile is pretty neutral. Um, that's like really often for young children and older elderly people. It's perfect for them, especially if like somebody's crying a lot, if you feel like you could easily cry. Chamomile is a really great one. 
to work with. Um, so yeah, I think that's Can I ask about one? <laughs> I, I love rose tea personally, the rose petals. I just, I'm, I love them. They're so subtle and so yummy. So that's one thing I keep going back to. I don't know if that, if that tells you or bring up anything you want to mention. Um, but uh, I feel like also in the, um, like you could very easily ask the person when you go to an herbal store and an, or an apothecary. And I feel like people, if they're, they're working with you, they could ask you too, right? So if you're feeling unsure and uncertain, there's definitely ways to, to find some guidance before you like deep dive into doing it all by yourself, which, you know, it's, it's a fine thing to do. But like you mentioned with the herbs and plants, I feel like there's um, a little bit more expertise needed, if that makes sense. Yeah. And like, not to like deter anybody from finding out like what works for them, because that's totally not that's like the opposite of what we really, what I want for the world. You know, I really want us to connect to nature and not be like, oh, it's wild. Like it's out there. Like, no, it's within us. You know, we need to connect back to that. Um, but Rose is a really great one too. Like that's packed full of vitamin C and B vitamins, especially if you work with rose hips, you can put them into an infusion. Like I use a French press and I just put like a collection of herbs practice like making different teas um you can just let it sit for like 20 to 30 minutes and then you can just drink it throughout your day that's like my favorite thing to do um i'll just like make one for my family and i'll have some my partner will have some yeah especially if like you're using kid-friendly herbs you know like nettle is such a nutritive herb too like that has a lot of magnesium um yeah i say i say just try to you know, connect with reverence and know that you're smart enough to do it. Like you can figure it out. Like we have Google, like you can Google anything. And of course, yeah, like try to work with somebody who's trained at some points in your journey, but all in all, like you can just start foraging and learning like the properties of each one and, or even like finding some from like a local farm or just buying like in the health food store, like the tea section. Yeah. So one of the things we mentioned at the very beginning was um, you, you had the wording of the magic of the plants and the cosmos. So working with plants and the cosmos together. And I know that you are um, interested in herbalism as well as astrology. I am an, a new student of astrology, like very, very, very beginner, but I'm fascinated by it. I'd love to know how those two um, coincide for you and what you're finding fascinating about that. Oh, yes. Um, the thing that I love the most about herbs is that each herb actually has a planetary influence. And of course, like there's no right answer. Like you might find one herbalist and they're like, oh, yarrow is ruled by Venus. While the other one might be like, no, actually, I think yarrow is ruled by this planet instead. Um, so it's really like your own discernment. But each planet has different properties. So like we'll just use yarrow as an example is I think Yarrow is ruled by Venus and Venus is like the planet of love. They're the planet of like, they rule the reproductive system. Venus does, they rule um, different parts of the body. And so by looking at that, you can really also start to see 
what exactly, how does Yara work with the energy system? I think Yara really works with like the sense of boundaries, which is so needed. That's that like Venetian energy. Like we need boundary medicine to be in relationship with other people. And so Yara definitely works with that. So I think that's really a fun way to look at plants is to kind of see, okay, what planet is this ruled by? Um, kind of looking at like what pattern of imbalances you have in your life, especially your rising sign influences your health immensely. It's kind of like your health blueprint. Looking at your rising sign is kind of the energetic pattern in which you use your energy throughout the day. So somebody ruled with a rising sign of Aries, you would imagine would like burn out, like have a tendency to just go and go and go, um, to be like hot, inflammatory conditions, things like that, headaches, because Aries rules the head. So you can kind of start to see like, okay, oh, okay, I get out of balance this way because my rising sign, so I need to focus on you know, cooling herbs to bring down that inflammation, grounding herbs, because Aries is using up all the nutrients, burning all that energy, and then incorporating kind of what herb would bring that into balance. And usually the rising sign that you're ruled by, so Aries is ruled by Mars, you would want a herb ruled by Venus because Mars and Venus are opposite. So it's kind of a game of not being too far one way or the other. You want to be kind of like in the middle. Um, some people, especially during the winter, is another example, run really cold and like damp, like a wet rag left out in the cold, freezing weather. You can imagine things would stop working at their optimum level, like digestion wouldn't be great. You'd be really tired because you're like frozen and out in the cold. So you're gonna need things that like warm you up, um, might maybe even dry you out. But if you get too dry, then you run the risk of like all those heat pathologies where you're like just dry and your joints are dry and everything hurts um and so yeah it's just a game of trying to figure out like where where in your life do you tend to use your energy what does the balance look like in your life and how can you work with herbs to kind of bring that mm -hmm. back to like an equilibrium what I'm hearing you say is, um, first of all, it reminds me of Ayurveda a little bit, the, the balance of all the elements, water, air, um, fire. And then um, what I'm also hearing you say is um, sort of taking the uh, blueprint of astrology as sort of a guide map and coinciding with herbs and saying, okay, like this is the constitution you have your birth chart. And then from this information, let's figure out what might give you a little bit more relief, a little bit more balance at certain times of the year or at certain times of your life, that kind of thing. Which brings me to, I'd love to know, I know that you work with people one-on-one -on -one in um, creating these plant medicine bundles for them. Can you tell us about your process and what is involved in that, in that work? 
Yeah, thank you. Um, I, it's something that I'm really passionate about. I love working one-on-one with people. I end up having like really great connections with my clients and going through similar things that they've gone through, like with fertility, with gut issues, with autoimmunity. I've been through all of that and uh, kind of working with getting out of that like mentality of like, I've been diagnosed, this is for life, you know, and kind of stepping outside of, you know, what the system has given us you know not everybody has the same privileges we don't all have the same privilege of being able to like go to the hospital and get optimal care right and so I think that's really where like coming back to like okay I can heal myself I'm going to connect with the plant medicines and I'm going to get outside of you know this PCOS or this endometriosis that I've been struggling with every month and I don't feel like I'm getting help with. So that's really, those are the people that I love to serve because I feel like plants are really helpful for bringing, especially like the reproductive system back into balance, the endocrine system, um, the whole body, you know, it works on a gentle, subtle level. And so what I do in my sessions is I normally talk about like what the symptoms people are having, what's going on for them, how long it's been going on talking about their life, like what's your lifestyle? What, who, who are you surrounded by? What are your relationships like? Do you have a work-life balance? Are you like hustling all the time? Do you work late nights? Um, do you travel? You know, all of those things are really hard on your nervous system. So you can really look at all these different kind of holistic aspects of your life and incorporate them into what plants might assist you. And also what you can get rid of in your life, you know, like we're exposed to so many toxins a day and that really interrupts everything. So kind of look at those things too. And then what I usually do is I walk them through a drum healing session and we just kind of go connect with the plants. We go dream with the plants and really kind of connect to what our life would look like if we lived without this thing in our life that is really not serving us and not really serving the highest level of vitality. And and it's interesting the things that come up. I feel like that's the greatest space for breakthroughs because it's kind of the space of like being really honest with yourself and being unapologetic about what is standing in your way, you know? And, And sometimes it is like a relationship or it's a wound that has been carried with us um, for your whole life. And sometimes it's just simply like you work too much and you need to take more breaks and honor your boundaries, things like that. Um, But that's normally what I do. And then it's just a really beautiful experience because then after that, normally people message me and they're like, oh, I ended up like having a dream with this plant and having a really great connection or this plant really helped me through this process. um, And I didn't really believe that it was going to work, but then it totally worked for me. And I think that belief in yourself and in your process of healing, I think that's, that's the biggest thing. I just want to empower people to just be unapologetic about getting care and getting help with your healing. I love that. I think there's, um, there's a lot of gentleness that needs to happen when you're working with something that's physical and that's not answered 
easily by modern medicine and you're you're left to solve the puzzle by yourself piece by piece and um that takes a lot of patience and a lot of um a lot of looking at what's flowing and what's not flowing like you mentioned what's underneath this what's mine what's not mine um as you were saying at the beginning like what's from my ancestors what belongs to me what doesn't belong to me so that's very much along the line of um what I do in my healing work as well but it's like I'm fascinating by what you're doing because um like I don't think I've I I do have dream intentions but I haven't asked to partner or learn from a plant yet in my dream so I'm excited to try that <laughs> after talking with you um and I'd love to know for someone who is either like on the precipice of stepping into a new healing tool or trying something new, or maybe they're in the middle of it and they haven't quite gotten to the other side yet with this new healing tool. What would you say to this person, whether they're working with crystals or herbs or something else? Um, they're like in at the beginning or in the middle of the tunnel, but they haven't quite gotten to the other side yet, what would you say to them? I think I would say to have courage. You know, I think it takes a lot of courage to approach these different aspects of our healing. And, and I really believe the plants are our ancestors. I believe they are here to help guide us on our path and that it's really our birthright to heal and to feel vitality and to be joyful and to feel better. So I think that's the biggest thing is to just really believe in the plants, believe in yourself and, and just trust in the process for sure. Yeah. Where can people find more about you and um, your creations, Haley? So you can find me, I mostly love Instagram. So you can find me on Instagram at the period, holistic period herbalist. And then the other place that I really hang out on is my own website, HaleyLess.com. You can find my herbal apothecary on there. I'm working also on doing like different teachings and classes through a membership. So if you want to learn more about herbs and how to really kind of dive into your own astrology and how to use this information wisely, then definitely check that out. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I also want to mention, I believe there's a quiz there, which says, uh, or it shows you what plant spirit is guiding you. And you have some um, mantras there. You have a few suggestions about how to begin to form an allyship with that particular herb, which I enjoyed taking today. So I want people to know about that too. So if they go to uh, hayleylast.com, I'll include the link as well. So you can go ahead and take that quiz, find out um, a little bit more about your plant and go from there. So I just, I want to thank you, Haley, for being um, so open and telling and teaching me and everyone so much about <laughs> your process and about the plants. I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been such an honor. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Conversations with Healers. If this episode spoke to you in any way, please leave a review or comment, like or love it, and share it with others in your life. 
This is a true soul love project from my heart to yours. I really appreciate your help in spreading the word. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and check out other episodes to listen to some extraordinary healing stories and advice. Have a beautiful and wonderful day.